Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's prayer and story time. Welcome to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry Prayer and Story Time. We here to present to you the man Christ Jesus for some an opportunity to receive him as Lord and Savior to others to receive strength to take the very next step in Christ Jesus to others to gain understanding and knowledge and to others to receive his love, mercy, and grace. We hear with stories, testimonies, laughter, and even a little song or two sometimes. My name is Reverend Hill. I am here with my lovely wife, beautiful, anointed, full of the Holy Ghost as she receives a message from above. So I want you to sit back, situate yourselves, prepare your heart to receive right now what thus saith the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of our faithful friends and listeners. And Reverend Hill and I would like to welcome, welcome, welcome all of our new listeners and commas. You're always welcome to come here and listen in and share in and gather together and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and his resurrection with us every day. It should be a celebration, not just Resurrection Sunday, but every day should be a celebration for the Lord. So we want to welcome you newcomers, you new baby Christians. We want to welcome all your questions. This is our story time, uh, testimony time, question time, friend time, time to celebrate together, time to cry together, time to share all your weak thoughts, time to uh, uh, give a praise when, when you're happy. That's what we're here for. These are the things that God wants us to do. Is he wants us to embrace his love and embrace one another by celebrating uh, our salvation with Christ Jesus. So today we are going to be continuing on with our series with real life uh, testimonies and stories. And we know this life has many storms and storms come in many forms. But first, before we do that, we want to make sure that we mention the prayer for the world. We want to mention prayer for everybody all over the world. And we just want to pray that God will open up the eyes and the ears and the minds and cleanse the hearts of those of us that really need it and we all really need it. I don't care. It's never such thing as I'm too saved to need prayer or I'm too saved or I'm too this and another. We need prayer every day. We need Christ in our life every day, my sisters and brothers. So me and the Reverend here, we keep everybody lifted up in prayer anyway, but we want to just pray for the people that's grieving this morning and we want to pray for those that have lost a friend, a loved one, a family member, children, husbands and wives, 
you know, we got even people that love their pets and lost pets that's in grieving this morning. So we want to pray for those that are happy this morning and rejoicing and overjoyed because something good has happened in their life. And we're going to pray that God continue to get them that happiness and that joy. We just want to pray that all of the shackles that's on those that are bonded to Satan and all of his evil devices that God right now in the name of Jesus Christ will break every shackle, every dynamic spirit, every occultic way about that may be in our lives. Anything that's not like God that is standing in our way, we pray that God would deliver us right now in his son Jesus' name. Right now, Lord, we asking for your deliverance because as my husband said yesterday, we're not one of those churches and my husband not one of those pastors that's going to touch you on the head and push you back and, and holler, awa, awa, and just push you down the chair. You are freed. You are this. We are free indeed because Father God told us we were after we accept him from Christ. For our Christ and our Father and our life. So we just here to, like he said, we do believe in healers because we know God can do it. He's the same God that was then. He's the same God today. So in his word, never change. He's an unchanging God and he loves us every day. So we just want to pray that God will just continuously work in our lives and and like I said, free those of us that need to be freed from the tricks and the schemes and the chains and the bondage from living underneath Satan's feet. In Jesus' name we pray. And then we know the storms come in many forms and, 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 and life has many storms in all of our lives. And we know that it comes through joblessness and divorces and abortions and violence and drugs, accidents and loneliness and sicknesses and fears and pornography, all types of abuse, abuse, death, depression, alcoholism, rapes, trafficking, human trafficking, prostitution, all kind of things we know. Satan never takes a vacation. So we want to listen at these testimonies of people and questions. And and my husband and I, we, you know, we give answers. My husband, anyway, the best he know how. And I'm no preacher, but you know, it's good to good to at least um, give God the advice some of the time. But my husband is the one that you really want to talk to. So we're going to get started, and we're going to pray first. Shall we pray? Father God, I pray that you would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding of this message that they are hearing and the testimonies, Lord, and that none may become offended, but they will take in. God, what apply to them or someone that they may know in their life that's going through the same situations, Lord? So we just want to pray together that they be freed. And, Lord, we pray in this morning that there's many that come to you and open arms with accepting you as their father. And, of course, you know we will always accept them with open arms as our sisters and brothers to be adopted into this holy family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. We're going to get started this morning. Um, a friend of mine, Sister Emma, she um, she brought me a few more testimonies. I got so many. Wow, it's you know, and we just want to get a chance to hear from everybody and everyone. We even got some responses back uh, from some people that's already uh, uh, sent testimonies, but we're going to get to some of these. Um, so our testimony for today uh, 
It says, hello, Reverend and Mrs. Hill. My name is America. And I'm a friend like, I'm a friend like, a daughter like to Mama Emma. I love her very much. She's like a mother, and I'm so grateful that she had me to listen for the last two days at Reverend Hill's, at Reverend Hill's ministry. And I have a bad situation, Reverend Hill, and I really need your help. I have a bad situation in my marriage. My husband is so lazy, it should be a sin. We are living without NIPSCO because he refused to give the money that he has saved for a motorcycle. Thank God for my friend Betty. Me and the kids are able to go and start staying with her. We have been sitting in the dark without NIPSCO, without a refrigerator, just a garbage can with food on ice. And he's in the house right now, sitting in the dark with the dogs while the children and I are staying with my friend Betty. We stayed for three days with Mama Emma. There's no talking to him. The money that he has saved is enough to meet our needs. We're getting the NIPSCO on, but he'd rather much rather have a motorcycle than to see to it that the bills are met. I'm getting very tired of him. And like I said, he's very lazy. I do what I can do for the family. And this is something he's not willing to do, is to sacrifice motorcycle money for me and his children's well-being. What should I do, Reverend Hill? It's on you, baby. Hmm. <coughs> and this is Miss America. Her name is America. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, praise the Lord. We thank God for you listening. We truly thank God for Sister Emma because he showed you and Sister Emma. She she is really being a blessing. And uh, and uh, we truly thank God for uh, Miss America. Uh, and this is more common than people uh, think um, that uh, men are... Uh, uh, being slothful, the Bible called it slothful, and being slothful is a, a, a sin. It is a sin being slothful. There's a difference in a man not able, but a man that is able and refused to do it is slothfulness. This is an individual, and, and this is a sin. Uh, for a man to do such a thing. And the Bible said that a man that doesn't provide for his family, that is able to provide. Now don't, don't, don't take this out of context. Some men are doing the best that they can. And the best that they can, they doing what they can do and they doing the best that they can do. And sometimes they not, it, it just don't be enough. This is why both parents work and together they bring in the proper income. But when you got a man that's able and, and, and he has it and refuse to do it, the Bible says he's worse than an infidel. Now, there is a couple of things that you can do. Now, I, it, the, the letter didn't suggest it's either one of you are followers of Jesus Christ. And I pray 
that both of you are, uh, uh, and, it's, and I don't know if he is or not, I don't know if you belong to a church or not. Um, and if you do, I suggest that you will get the pastor and some of the men folks involved at the church as you praying for your husband and get them to come over and talk to this man uh, face to face. Because uh, um, I, 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 don't, I don't understand his ideology, his thinking, uh, or, or what's going on, uh, because there could be, it sounds like there's other issues going on that uh, this letter just does not open, reveal enough for me to make a educated uh, uh, decision about, because it seems like there's other issues uh, that's connected on to this, because it sounds like he, he, he I don't know if he's working, and if he's, he is working, he, uh, uh, he's taking all of the money and, and putting it toward a motorcycle, He's not taking any of the money and, and, and using it toward the family whatsoever. And if he's not taking any of the money toward any of the family, this sounds like there is some mental issues that's going on, like there is some treatment that might needs to be involved in this situation or circumstance. It seems like something else is, 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 is an undertone going on over here. Is this man drinking? Is this man using drugs? Uh, something else is a mixture in here. It seems like you need an individual that can come into the household and actually sit down and look this man in the face. I am unable to give any type of, uh, thank you, any type of um, uh, uh, combat, uh, 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 talk about what this, what to do in this type of situation because there's a lot of missing components. Uh, I, I'm, I'm truly grateful that you have someplace else to go, uh, and, and and I'm grateful that Sister Emma is uh, was there for you. But I truly believe you need to get seek. Uh, somebody that can come into the house and actually sit and talk with the man uh, because it, uh, there's a lot of missing components here uh, that, that uh, I can't really uh, grasp hold to because I don't, I don't understand. Uh, there's a lot of missing things that uh, it's hard to uh, comprehend. Uh, so my suggestion is that you get somebody involved in this. Maybe uh, 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 a church. Uh, if you don't belong to a church, uh, if there's a family member or maybe a friend that 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 he respects, uh, somebody that he knows that can come and talk with him. 
uh, because if he's working, uh, he's taking all of the money to buy a motorcycle. Then this sounds like uh, you being his wife, you might need to uh, get get the friend or somebody to talk to him. And it sounds like it could be a medical issue going on here. And if that is the case, it could be something that he just cannot help without medical treatment. Because it could be some calcium buildup on the brain. It could be a start of dementia. It could be all kind of stuff going on. So, it, uh, and then if this is just an, uh, some type of evilness that's upon him, then of course you need to be praying. Of course you need to uh, be seeking diligently prayer with a prayer group of women warriors with you and your children and things of that nature. This is why somebody needs to be looking this man in his eye. So I suggest that, that you get somebody over there to actually talk with the man. And I appreciate your question. And there's a lot of people that go through this type of situation and I'm glad you brought this subject up. Because there's a many people that has this situation that do occur and a lot of people don't really understand what to do in this type of situation when you run across a spouse and there is a lot of times an instant change. And a lot of people do not understand that there could be a spiritual attack as well as there could be a mental, physical change. And a mental stress or a mental change could be a simple fact that there is a psychological change in the individual. They could be coming on the onset of Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, uh, all type of different mental uh, diagnosis happening in the individual and they don't know how to express it. They don't know what's going on and the individuals that's around them don't understand what's going on. So this is why you need to seek medical attention so you can get the proper help that the individual will need. A simple medication, a simple change of diet could uh, reverse some of the stuff before it get too bad. And then you can start dealing with a life change uh, activity to prepare for long-term solutions. So um, it needs to uh, be looked at by somebody coming into the house, talking with the man, and then together maybe y'all can see what's exactly going on if he's a person with uh, just plain old, just not saved and want to be aggressive and evil or just an individual that has a mental disorder that's just, just not rearing his head. So I'm going to be praying for you and I'm truly grateful that you wrote us and told us about it. We're going to keep you in prayer, Miss Mary. You have anything, wife? Hi. You got anything you want to say? Yeah, I do. I would like to comment on it. Um, America, um, looking at things uh, as I am a woman myself, 
Um, it sounds like to me, I mean, I'm not here to diagnose your husband. And I'm, neither am I here to judge him, but it sounds like to me your husband is a pretty selfish man. He sounds like to me he's a pretty selfish individual. Anytime you have children and you have a wife and you're not willing to sacrifice your motorcycle money so that they can be provided for with NIPSCO, anytime there is any need, and you have a husband, and that need can be met right then, and he'd rather save talking about a motorcycle and rather see you and the kids in the dark. I have a problem with that. And I know that God do, too. He could be a multi-billionaire. I don't care what he do. He could work three or four jobs. His job as a husband is to provide for you and the children. And if he don't do that, he if he not saved, then the Bible tells him he's worse than the infidel anyway, which is an unbeliever, unsaved man. But I don't understand you and the children having to go live with your friend Betty or Sister Emma or anyone else, and you saying that your husband had the money right there, right now, that can be used, could have saved Nipsco, could have prevented Nipsco from you and the kids being in the dark, and you say eating out of a... With food, y'all had food in the garbage can or a bucket or something with ice on it. And now he's sitting in the house in the dark, rather not have lights, <laughs> rather not have gas, and could sit at home with a dog because he's saving his money for a NEPSCO. Now, how do you think God is looking at this man right now? What world of God, Jesus? Right now, what was the Lord God, Jesus? is thinking right now. He, you know what he's It's a shame before me that you you have the right now to provide for your wife and children. They got to get out of and go stay with somebody else because you saving to get a motorcycle. You saving. You know what I call stuff like that with, with anybody, not just men, but women, but a lot more so in men. I call it their toy. You want to save money for your toy and for something that in your heart you have gravitated together that this is something I must do and something that I want so their needs is not important. And I hope your husband listening. I hope he's listening because from my heart this is truly how I feel. This is not being uh, prejudiced against him because he is a man. But it is trying to understand his way of thinking. And I don't believe he's mental. I believe he's selfish. I believe he's selfish and he wants that toy. So whether you and the kids sit up in the dark, either way it go, whether you and the kids have to sit around and sit up in the dark, either way it go, it doesn't matter to him. Because if you are suffering and got to go out the house and leave your home to live with someone else, then he needs prayer because he's saving for a motorcycle. Now, what kind of sense does that make? To me, it don't make no sense at all. You know, and you can go get 19 pastors. They can hit him with holy water. They can pour a whole thing of praying oil over his head in the name of Jesus. And if his purpose in his heart with selfishness and buried there, he's not going to get that motorcycle money up so you and the kids can come home and without being in the dark, without you being able to go to your stove and cook, without you being able to... To, to to open up a refrigerator. And it's not just me. You find women that selfish like that too. But I believe most women that love their kids in their own homes and being at home and their husbands are willing to sacrifice and give more of themselves than some of these selfish men are. And to me, like I said, it sounds like it's just, I don't think he has a, 
I don't think, I don't believe from my personal opinion that he has mental issues. I think he's just selfish. And it's something that he wants, and he's not going to give up his motorcycle money. So you'll probably be with Betty from now until, I don't know if you work, like my husband said, your testimony, you know, and your question and answer sheet, that's how I'm going to look at it as a question and answer sheet, is is more so um, uh, with question marks. I, I have some of the same marks that my husband has as far as question marks because, you know, I, I don't know. You know what's going on as far as, and I don't really care what's going on as far as his work ethics is concerned. He should be doing what he needs to do as a husband, as a father, and not just that God said as a man. And then depend on God for him to get that motorcycle. Say, God, you know, I have given, we had a need, and I had the money right here to keep my kids and wife home. So I'm going to I'm gonna give this motorcycle money up, and we're going to provide and get that need met. And then, God, I'm going to stand on faith. I'm going to stand on your promises, Father God. Now, if he's an unsaved man, like my husband just said, I really don't know if neither one of you are saved. But if he's an unsaved man, then he wouldn't think that way. But I know men that's unsaved that provide for their families better than a whole lot of saved men that claim to be saved that I know. I know a whole lot of men that's, that's never accepted Christ. I've been trying to talk to them and give them the gospel for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. But you know what? They are caring for their families and providing for their families better than a whole lot of men that I know that's walking around talking about they saved. So... Only thing we can do is give you, you know, godly advice and, um... It's up to you if you take it. You keep praying for your husband like uh, the Reverend just told you to do, and we're going to be praying. And I, I'm asking all other prayer warriors and saints to be praying that God would change the heart of this man, of this husband, of this father, that he would change his heart and tenderize his heart that, so his wife and his children may be able to go home into their own houses and be comfortable in their own beds because what you seem like you have to go through every day just to depend on somebody else and got to live in somebody else's house and you out of your own comfort zone and you have a husband that can do something about it to me I think it's low down and I think that is selfish I really do so when the pastor prays for you, just know that we mean the prayers and everything that we say to God, that we mean it. And we just asking, like I said, all the rest of the prayer warriors and the new listeners, and if some of you have uh, testimonies that you want to give and something like this is occurring and happening in your family to, to other women and their children or other men, like my husband said, that. You know, they uh, can't do no better when you hinder God, understand the hindrances with those that may not be able to work. So we're not judging no one and we're not judging those of you that may have some type of an illness as a man that, you know, can't work or can't do, you know, or do about, but you do the best, you know, that you could. God see that, you know, it, 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 that's something that we don't even have to say because that's something that... God automatically understand what he's doing the best he could, you know, for his family and, you know, and everything. But we will be praying, so I'm going to 
turn it back over to my husband, but that's all I really wanted to say was that if your husband listens, I just want to say shame on you. Shame on you for having money for a safe for a motorcycle and your wife and kids got to go through it and your poor wife struggling and going through things that she has to go through with, with other people and you sitting there with money talking about you saving it with your selfish black heart self talking about that you saving it for a motorcycle and you at home with the dogs and your wife putting up with people every day in that house. I said, you know, it's... Mm. Well, go ahead, honey. Are we going to pray for you, America? Yes, we are. We're going to keep you in prayer, America. Praise the Lord. We're going to keep all of our, our people in prayer and all families in prayer because we know the enemy is trying to tear up families. We definitely know that he's attacking families and, uh, and we won't be here for all the families and we're just grateful for, for America and we're going to continue to keep in prayer and we know maybe right now that some of you all right now is listening and maybe you feel the tugging of the Lord at your heart and maybe you might want to accept the Lord in your heart maybe you have not ever accepted the Lord as your Lord and Savior so right now we're going to give you that opportunity and we want to pray that right now that, the, that God right now pour out unto all the families that he right now bind up the enemy right now that he bind up all the devices that the enemy used the greed the lust the pride that right now that he binds up all of the arrogance all of the hatred all of the different separations and all of the different ideologies that man tries to bring into the marriage and that man tries to manipulate and tries to take away and tries to destroy marriages and we just asking that God's love and long suffering and patience and gentleness and meekness be poured into his representatives here on earth as the representatives of the foundation of marriage be built upon, where God's whole foundation of marriage be re-reconciled upon the earth right now in the name of Jesus, that that old serpent and all of his dominions be bound up and cast back from which they came for the destruction for which they have caused be re-reconciled back and we thank God for it as his people be restored unto their love and unto their patience and back unto one another. And we asking God to touch the heart of this man, to soften his heart, to fill it with God's presence, to fill it with the Holy Spirit. Right now in the name of Jesus, we calling salvation unto him. Right now we calling that to loose the adversary from him. Right now in the name of Jesus, we asking that you fill the house, anoint his head from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Loose the enemy from him, Lord. Open his eyes. Open his ears, open his heart, 
and pour into him your presence. And we thank you right now. And now, Lord, if there's anyone here that don't know you as a loving Savior, Lord, that's on the brink of crossing over into damnation, Father God, we're praying right now that they turn towards you and they realize that they are a sinner. And Lord, they cry out right now, Jesus, I am a sinner. And I know I'm not perfect. And I know you didn't say I had to be. And Lord, I believe in you. Right now, Father, I'm submitting unto you. I'm laying everything at your feet. I'm believing on you, Jesus. I'm asking that you save my soul. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Glory Amen. to the name of Jesus. And we praying right now. We just pray that we hope her husband prayed that prayer. We hope he prayed it with sincerity and we hope that you all prayed it with sincerity. And if you did, we know that right now your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life that is written on the heart of God himself. And of course, it's just written in the enemy's hit list. But it's okay. Because greater is he that is in you now than he that is in the world. So we're asking that right now, if you got your Bible, start reading it. If you don't have a Bible and you can't afford one, please go to the nearest church and ask for one. If you can't find a church, go to a nearest resale shop or a Salvation Army. They have them sitting out on the table. Say, take one. It's free. And start reading. And find your church, a sin-hating, Bible-preaching church. And start following the man, Christ Jesus. And if you'd like to stay here and hang out with us, please, we'd love to have you. You can even keep up with us by way of our free Christian app. It's a way that we all can fellowship with one another. You can simply... Download it on your phone and it is free. You can visit us by visiting our website at www.ark, A-R-K of the Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Again, that's www.ark, A-R-K, of the covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. You can go through one of the portals, prayer messaging, spiritual exercise, mental or physical workout. Put in your email address and download it. It is free. Go directly on your phone. Don't cost you a thing. All we ask for is your prayers so we can take the gospel all over the world. You can also uh, like our Facebook page, our Ark of the Covenant Ministry Facebook page. You can even 
subscribe to our YouTube uh, station, Ark of the Covenant 2, the number 2. Uh, we'd love to have you to subscribe to that. Or you can join or uh, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, also on, major, on most of the major platforms. Uh, it's got all kind of great stuff on there. We even started going through the Bible in 10. It's only on our podcast. And you, I'm telling you, a lot of fun. We spend three minutes in interpretation, three minutes in application, and three minutes in revelation, and one minute to wrap it all up. We're going through the Bible one verse at a time. Having a lot of fun with that. So come on, wherever you are, we want to be too. Praise the Lord. And soon to come, we're going to working on this have a skill on Alexa as well. You can also listen to your podcast uh, through Alexa app as well. Hallelujah. So we just here to want to be with you wherever you are. And we, we want you to know as my wife always says, Jesus loves you and so do we. And we thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. You got anything else you want to say, wife? No, honey. No, no, no. Thank you, though. All right. We want to wish all of the mothers, all of the mothers, happy Mother's Day. Tomorrow is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, my beautiful wife. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Tomorrow is Mother's Day. We want to invite you all to come worship with us tomorrow. Uh, the message tomorrow, ear, sight, the word, but still damnation. Jude chapter 1 verses 6 through 9. Ear, sight, the word, but still damnation. Jude 1, 6 through 9. That's 10 o'clock right here on the channel that you own. We'll love to have you. Come on by and worship with us at 10. We, we'll see you then. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye now.